This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Startups and side hustles on Starting Up. So, very good afternoon to our two guests in the studio. We've got Charlie Wright and Christian Stinson, co-founders of Harvey Contact Lenses. Hello, both of you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Hello. So, Neil just asked the most important question as you walked in the door. Where did the name come from? <laughs> what does it mean? We're like, maybe it means maybe it means something quite significant to do with contact lenses. I was racking my brains, couldn't think of anything, and means absolutely nothing. Love it. And um, <laughs> it was a conscious decision we made because Charles and I had um, have had companies before, and we were so bogged down on coming up with the name and the brand and thinking this is going to be the next big thing and then we realised halfway through it didn't really matter if you just choose a yeah. name you make it work for you and the, the idea is what works that's what we've kind of been discussing on the show this afternoon kind it of is. The, the idea and the people driving the idea are the most important thing so we have kind of been introducing you guys as saying that you're disrupting the contact lens industry. So I guess for people who don't know what, what you do, I wear contact lenses, so I could tell you exactly how much I pay for them. I know that they roughly cost um, 150 to 200 dirhams a month. That's every single month um, for a packet. That's, you know, that's kind of a standard price, it would be fair to say, here in the region. Tell us what you do, because this is a scrub- subscription service instead. What I tend to do is go to the opticians, get my eyes tested and then I buy a load of contact lenses and that's kind of how it works for me but what you're trying to do is different yeah I think um, if we go right back to like how you buy contact lenses it's the industry is quite outdated it's really if you look at it it's run and monopolized by four big pharma companies that can dictate prices and ultimately the people that lose out are consumers so the distribution strategy really where we saw was the issue contact lenses are not expensive you know, they. That's so a, I've been overpaying my whole adult life. There's a stigma around that they're expensive. It's a medicinal product. You know, it's going in your eye, and so they can dictate prices because they they own the markets essentially. And the distribution strategy we found was that the uh, manufacturers were producing the product. They were then selling them to a distributor with a huge margin. You know, it could be eighty percent or more. The distributors getting their hands on the product, and they're thinking, "Oh, we need to make money here." And they're selling them to a retailer with another margin on top. And finally, the retailer has to make money and the retailer then sells to the consumer. And ultimately, by the time it gets in your eyes or in your hands, you've just been paying markup on top of markup on top of markup. And so we thought there's got to be a different way of doing this. Yeah. You know, the barrier to entry to manufacturing is so low these days that you know, we scoured the world. We found a factory that's fully FDA approved, you know, CE approved. The process is phenomenal. And we thought, can we bring a product direct from the factory, cut out all the middlemen, and provide a service where people don't have to you know, run out of lenses again and go to the mall or go online to buy them. Um, so we thought, can we just do something differently, bring the product to a consumer much quicker? And, and that's really where the idea came from. So Charlie, the, the four big pharma brands that you say dominate this market currently, would, would they be outsourcing the manufacturer to a company such as the one that you're going to be yeah, using? Yeah, potentially. So, so you're not buying from one of the big four? No, we're not, we're, right. we're not making lenses in our back garden or in our bedroom. <laughs> like that's oh my the, goodness. That's, that's the, but some people <laughs> okay. do say that. You think you're, manif- oh, you, you're a new lenses brand. What do you two know about concept lenses? And or why is your price point so good? And it's like... Well, it's because we've cut out the middleman. They kind of, it's trying to get that sort of education side of things. Mm. And do either of you two wear contact lenses? Both yeah. of you? Yeah. Yeah, we do. And have you always worn them or is it something that you've done quite recently or what's the story? Are you sort of long term? I mean, I've worn glasses since I was like 16 and I wanted to switch up to contact lenses. And 
probably about five years ago when I did. And I was shocked at how easily I could get hold of a pair of lenses and how little information there was about them. Um, we were a little bit bemused at the lack of high quality sort of knowledge in the industry, especially in this region. Um, but we were also put off by the fact that it's so medicinal. It's like white boxes. The names are so like something complex that, you know, you might not be able to understand. You don't know what's in these materials. And we thought like there's such a stigma that you wear lenses because you've got bad eyesight. And we were like, there's got to be something different here. Like you wear lenses to do and see amazing things. Yeah, we were trying to flip the narrative because you're almost made to feel like when you go to the opticians and you stand in the pharmacy and you get your lenses, it's almost like there's something wrong with me. I know, I hate <laughs> like, yeah. it. We I didn't choose it. to be born with bad sight. <laughs> no, I hate it and I'm particularly blind. Like, yeah. like I'm so short-sighted. Um, and, you know, when you go in and they're like, oh, I don't know if we've got your prescription. We don't really get eyes that bad here. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Exactly. I know exactly what you're talking so about. So we try to flip the script and turn it into a lifestyle brand. You know, it should be a lifestyle choice to wear. You can wear glasses, yes. But if you want to like get the most out of your sort of daily view and your vision, then you should switch the lenses. So our view was let's try and flip it like say away did with luggage, mm -hmm. yeah, and let's try and flip on the narrative of the lifestyle choice rather than a medicinal need. Okay, like, like, like Natalie, if you look at the if you look at your lenses, you have you know what they're called and you know where you buy them from, right? But you yeah. don't know who founded that brand. You don't know like where the name. You know nothing about them. Yeah. But say if you go and buy a pair of Nike trainers, you've probably read Shoe Dog or you've seen all the great ads and you yeah. understand what that brand means and what that brand stands for. With lenses, they're just a product you put in your eye, but they're such a pivotal part of your day. Without them, you couldn't do what I know. you do. I know. So we thought, can we create a relationship between a consumer and a product that, that hasn't existed there before? And so that's where it came from, really. Two questions I have. Well, three questions, I suppose, selfishly. How are you getting the contact lenses to me? If I change what I'm doing now, my routine of being humiliated at the opticians when they scrabble around to see if they have any for my terrible eyesight, how are you getting the lenses to me as your customer? So the first thing you do is go to behoppy.com and sign up. So you enter your prescription details and then um, you set up for delivery. So we actually then will deliver you your first month trial for 100 dirhams just to make sure you're comfortable with it. Okay. And if you're comfortable and you want to stay on the subscription model, and then it's 200 dirhams there every month thereafter on a subscription basis. And we deliver directly to you through our courier service. Okay, so they'll arrive to my home. I don't have to go anywhere. Exactly. It's, it's taking that extra pain point of having to... You, what With us, you never run out of lenses because we will always bill you and ship within 22 days of, you, of your first order. Okay. Whereas if you're going to the supermarkets or you're going to the pharmacy, you can actually run out of lenses and it's a pain point of having to go there. <laughs> and, and the other thing that I'm interested in, particularly because my eyesight is so poor, how what's the kind of range of prescriptions you're doing in the model? Because there's, you know, I'm quite far down on the minus scale. You're not, honestly. You're, not, you're really not. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, customers now at the moment who are on plus 12 or minus 12. Okay. So we go from plus two to minus twelve. Okay. All the way down at twenty-five variants. So I'm I'm not the worst. No, okay. no, not. But at like all. you say, there is a bit of stigma and there is a bit of a. I don't know. Why I'm laughing or getting embarrassed, but it is like it is can be quite awkward. The other thing is, you've mentioned how much it costs. So roughly, we're talking about um, two hundred, hundred fifty to two hundred a box in in most opticians. So for both eyes, that would be around three to 400 and what you're saying is half of that all in basically for yeah. 200 a month 
Okay. And, and Charlie, um, you, you were mentioning uh, uh, that, uh, um, that people, because they think you're putting it in your eye, it's got to be extra careful. Now, I'm a spectacle user, so I know that Zeiss, for example, if I'm pronouncing that right, a great lens, and so I feel a certain amount of trust. Is it the same with context? Because I, I, I don't yeah. know. Are there certain brands? So we, that- we, like, we went to, we've been to, our factory's in Taiwan. It's not our factory at all. They're, you know, we're, yeah. we're so small fry. You know, they are, yeah. they, they, we went there and they are manufacturing billions of lenses each month. You know, we were blown away. There's eight quality control checks on every lens. Oh, my goodness. The um, first they're human, so thin as well. well the, fir- the first human to touch the lens is the end user. <laughs> and you know, we were just, you know, billions of lenses. We were like, oh, a year, but no, each month. So when, you know, when we tried to negotiate our minimum order, you know, we're like, well, oh, no, you know, we're this new business and we want to do this. Can you help us? And they're like, oh, well. You're small fry. You're, yeah, you're <laughs> literally, you're not a drop in the ocean for us. But the factory have been amazing with us because, you know, we've, the product was so important for us because the product is only half of our service, though, essentially, mm. but it's the, the barrier to entry. People put the product in their eye, we get that. But I think where we really come into our own is that the sort of post-purchase experience, you know, on that subscription, ensuring that people don't run out of lenses. I think one of the best things we do is that, you know, with subscription services, people always think, and everyone's been there, you get billed, and you're like, oh, I wanted to cancel that, or, you know, oh, yeah. I... And whereas we, the biggest thing we wanted to do is to instill, you know, trust in people from the outset. So we email people three days before they're going to be billed and sort of say, hey, we're going to, okay. we're going to bill you again in three, you know, three days. Do you want lenses? You can change, pause or modify, but just beware that in three days we are going to bill you. So for that whole process from the product, look, try our lenses, completely transparent. We believe in they're a great product right the way through to the service. Like if you want to cancel, you want to change it, um, just be aware we're going to bill you because we didn't, I, I've been billed by Audible every month for about 15 months and I've wanted to cancel every time and I'm like oh I'm going to cancel this and I never do and then, and then get, you get the text the month yeah. again and you're like oh I can't believe exactly. I didn't do it yeah and we were like we as a business we we never want consumers to feel like oh hoppy like I don't I didn't want them to bill me again and so I think like it's yeah the product is so crucial to us but at the same time it's a service we're really dialed in on so it's that sort of balancing the two of a great product and a really good service alongside that for a final random question um do you do coloured lenses no, not yet. However, to be confirmed. Okay. <laughs> i got to tell no. you that uh, we, when we launched Virtue Zone, one of the first things that made me realize we'd succeeded is the flagpoles all around our office were taken by another free zone advertising against us. I've just Googled you guys, and one of the biggest uh, opticians here is, is uh, buying ads against your search. So I think that's a good sign. It is, and uh, we've already seen the copycats come out of the woodwork very quickly. (laughs) And that's one of the things we were talking about. Um, Having a great idea is just one part of it. So you guys are executing this, and it sounds very successfully. Just would love to get your thoughts very briefly on on one of the questions, one of the texts we had in a little earlier from Andy, who said, you know, these people are giving away their pitch in 30 seconds. You know, this could be a great idea that someone could steal. But, you know, it's it's not as easy as it sounds. Everyone has great ideas everyone makes them happen I really believe in the law of attraction the more you put it out there and talk about it. I'd never met a VC until I started this business I've been yeah. in, I've had another company for nine years I've never met anyone in manufacturing as soon as you start discussing your idea and putting it out there you certainly attract these people to you you start meeting VCs you start meeting people in manufacturing you start you know I believe massively in open source entrepreneurship yeah so if anyone out there at the moment is struggling with like an e-commerce business I would welcome them to pick the phone up and say can we take you guys for coffee? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I believe in sort of sharing lessons learned. And building I, that community. Exactly, because I think once you do that, you have more chance. Everyone has, people have had the idea we've had, I'm sure. It's about actually doing it. And I think 
if you're going to withhold it, no one's going to know about it. I think another key thing is make sure that the person interviewing you is slightly short-sighted. <laughs> can, can, I, can I add one point, though? Like, it's, it's, people have this misconception that you start a business or you turn Facebook ads on and suddenly you're going to be successful. It's, it's completely not the case. You know, we've had many a night where you just think, oh, my God, like, we can't do this. Oh, yeah, well, I think having a co-founder has been the best thing. Um, with my other company, I have my co-founder is my wife, and we've held each other's hands. You know, yeah. when things have been hard, one picks the other one up. And we're on, you know, and with this one, there's times where I'm like, Charlie's not working. And Charlie's like, come on, come on, we're in this. Yeah. Or if I'm going, Charlie's down, then I pick him up. I mean, it's massive. I think we need to get rid of the romanticism of entrepreneurship. Yes. And go back to realizing it's a grind, you know, and you've got to be sort of stick true to what your original idea was and carry it through no matter if people keep knocking you, just keep going and keep going if you truly believe in it. Amazing. Really interesting to talk to you both, Charlie Wright and Christian Stinson, co-founders of Hoppy Contact Lenses. People want to find you, find the contact lenses. Where's the best place to go? At behoppy.com. And then we're Hoppy Contacts on all social platforms. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.